last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And welcome to a brand new episode, Marking Out 145, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, uh, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. And I'm doing awesome as always. And I'm here with Dave. I guess you could call him the rave that all the ladies crave if you still want one to do that. One half of the Wolfpack players. Yeah, you sure. Can, one can, half of the you WPP. You the players. Yeah, the Wolfpack players. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm, I already said oh, I yeah, was you're doing. doing awesome as always. Yeah, and you like can follow... Week. Yes, you can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And this is a great episode that we have for you. At least I assume it's great because I'm on it. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's always great. Yeah. So uh, let's kick this bad boy off right with some fan questions or comments. Uh, the first one from Rick David. Still loving your show and haven't missed an episode since discovering it. I have to say that although I miss the subtle, the subtle feminine voice of Chris, don't judge me. The Wolfpack players have carried the load superbly without blowing it once. Really? That's funny. <laughs> Grow yeah, up. You're like 30 years carry old. The load in. All right. If the marking out team was men on a mission, and I'm almost certain they're not, Chris would be Oscar. <laughs> That's awesome. I still look forward to his return. So, get well soon. Find your smile or keep your exercising, wait, or keep exercising those personal demons, whichever they, the cause may be. Brandon's insane clown posse laugh was perfect, and it made me think of how people, how most people despise ICP. Well, I think they're actually very entertaining. Who would you say is the one person, wrestler, slash character you would like that is near universally hated? Mine is probably Brad Madox, who is criminally underrated. <clears throat> also, I agree completely about spoilers. Royal Rumble spoilers in particular... Most people don't want to know the ending of a film before they see it, yet most fans, most wrestling fans would rather read text on a screen, fuck, sorry for cursing, than see it play out on the show itself. Do they actually prefer having no surprises, or do they have the low willpower of a child that looks at all their presents before Christmas and spoils the big day? In conclusion... Keep being the most entertaining wrestling podcast in the whole wide world. Whole world. Fuck. Again, sorry for cursing. In the whole wide world, wide web. Sincerely yours, Rick David, the number one, the number five, no, the number one, number five mark. That's so confusing. Why You make me look like an asshole, Rick David. <laughs> um, and then he went on again to say, wait. Instead of Madox, let me change that to Ryback. I forgot about him. I like the big guy. First of all, let me say, 
that Chris is none of those things. Yeah, who would you choose? Well, I just want to clear up those Chris, not I don't want to say rumors, but words. None of those are true. He's got a kid. He's working. He's doing the responsible thing. Not the, I mean, yeah, responsible thing, right? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, Thank you for the insane clown posse thing. But, uh, yeah, let's get, what's your, uh, choice? Who would I choose for most hated or? You're a big Hoovitude Guerrero fan, right? Me? Yeah. Were you? No. You weren't into the juice? No. <laughs> I thought you were into the what? juice. What? Absolutely not. I thought you were into the juice. No way. I don't know who I would like. I'm going to choose Chris Benoit. Is that a good, is that a legal no, choice? that's not. People love Chris Benoit. Uh, no, people love Chris Benoit. Uh, no, that's that's a know. terrible choice. I don't know about that. I think I could say Justin Gabriel, honestly. No, he's not universally hated. Everyone doesn't care about him. But Nobody, that's not hated. But if if you're not cared about, Ryback's not hated. Bam roasted. Some people hate him. No, I I, I think you're missing the ball with uh, Justin Gray, uh, Gray Justin Gray, Justin, <laughs> Justin Gabe, Gabe, yeah, yeah Gabe. Uh, so then, uh, Luke Harper sent in a comment from us. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. And Jasmine replied to that saying, ha. For the record, <laughs> Brandon has been practicing that Luke Harper impression all week. No, long. I mean, I just think it's a cool thing to say. You could, you could take the next one. All right. This is from Jasmine. Awesome show. Uh, awesome <laughs> show again, guys. Thanks for as- answering my questions. I love the impressions, by the way. You guys had me laughing in the middle of the street. Great, great stuff. Now, how about the raw ending? I absolutely loved it, and I'm sure lots of people did as well. So I guess it's safe to say that it set uh, it set up the Survivor Series match. Looks like it's going to be a good one. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. First, um, uh, let me yeah, say, don't thank- listen to us in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, pay attention to oncoming uh, cars. We don't want any of our, well, we don't want anybody to get hit by a car, especially our listeners. Um, Thank you for listening and commenting. I feel like I'm always the one reading hers. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, It goes every other way. The Raw ending, we're definitely going to speak about once we get into Monday Night Raw. And definitely excited for Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, Which one? You got to read, you got to pick, you got to choose. I'll go with Andrew. All right. Hey, Deb. Hey, WPP, I'm back and returning to the comments this week. If AJ Styles came out in the Rumble, he should start off, start it off with CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. Maybe even Jericho if he comes back again. <laughs> Not sure if he will ever make it past IC or US champ in WWE, though. Most likely Sheamus returns to one question, going back to WWE 2K14. Now that you've been playing it for a week or two, what are your thoughts on Universe... Uh, on universe and WrestleMania mode and everything else. Hashtag Dave doesn't suck from the number two mark at Drew Fem ninety seven. P.S. Railroad Rudy said in an interview that Big E should still be in NXT. So it's so it looks like Brandon is right. So I mean Railroad Rudy got you back. Yeah, but uh, in regards to WWE two K fourteen, honestly, I've played one match in universe mode. <clears throat> He's a great like gamer. No, I I'm not. I haven't played it in days, but I played one match in universe mode and I added on Wednesdays I added main event. That I thought that was pretty cool that you could have more shows now. 
I, I still don't get, like, how you don't spend 12 hours playing the game. Like, that's why I cannot have a video game. Because I would definitely devote 12 to, like, 16 hours of me sitting in front of the video game playing. And you know, I, as we find out, me playing a video game could end up going for three hours very quickly without yeah. noticing. It's for the same reason I didn't go get a PlayStation 4. Like, I just don't care as much. Did that even get released? Today, yeah. Really? That's yeah. it's four hundred, five hundred dollars. That's insane. People are doing it. And donate it to like pro wrestling syndicate. <laughs> and in regards to what's up? The other WrestleMania mode. I was so bored with that. I was so but you're playing, so bored okay. with it. He's bored with it because you're playing it on easy though. No, that's not why I'm bored with it. Like I don't. I'm sure I don't if know. you played it on hard, no, it would be I'm more. Sitting like, there playing Hogan, 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 Brett. Brett, Sean, Macho Man, all these people I don't give a shit about. Okay, I could I could understand where it gets repetitive. It would and have then, been oh, cool. don't even get me started. Triple H, Undertaker, Undertaker, Shawn Michael, then they they could have been the Rock. They could have done Cole. better with the match selection. I would have been sure. so much happier with other stuff, man. I don't know, but. I mean, even Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio would have been good. I was going to say, I'm surprised that they didn't have any Eddie Guerrero matches in the WrestleMania mode. Yet they threw that stupid, incorrect Eddie Guerrero with the mullet and the incorrect entrance and everything in. Whatever. Last, I believe yeah, last. He passed away a few days ago. Well, well many what, years What was ago. it, eight years? Eight years ago, a few days ago. Yeah, crazy stuff. Aaron, uh, hey guys, awesome episode as always. First off, I'd like to echo the words of Rick David as far as Chris is concerned. As much as I like Wolfpack players, I'm starting to miss Chris. The show just isn't the same without him. Four dots and an unhappy smiley face. Always moving, oh anyways, moving on because Dave is going to start bitching if this comment is too long. I am currently working on an article for WhatCulture.com, cheap plug, ranking the top 30 matches in WrestleMania history due to the recent release of the 30 years of WrestleMania mode in WWE 2K14 and, of course, WrestleMania 30 coming up. I already have my list, but I'd personally like to hear your favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. A top three or five will be fine. Thanks again, fellas. The number one, Brandon Mark, Aaron. P.S. Hashtag Dave still sucks. Jeez, that was way too long. Did you no, just, <laughs> Did you hear me almost say WrestleMania? Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania. Um, when you, around, when you do get done with, well, you're done with your list, but once it's posted, if you want to share it with us or email it to us, um, we'll definitely tweet it out for you and give you some exposure or help you out a little bit. Because yes, love, Dave loves exposing people. I do. I do. Um, as for our list, um, you want to... Well, I just want to say I don't like putting things on lists. No, I'm just kidding. Why not? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm missing your joke. Yeah, you could go ahead and start your... your <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 10, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. That's by far one of my favorite matches, pitting brother versus brother. Um, I was very caught up with the storyline. Uh, WrestleMania 12, the 60-minute Iron Man match between Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. And I'm going to go... I was battling back and forth whether it would be WrestleMania 25. We're only doing three, by the way. 
WrestleMania 5, uh, 25, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, or WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. I'm going to be choosing WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Uh, yeah. What about yours? Well, as my match, my favorite match of all time is TLC 2 from WrestleMania 17 with Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, and Dudley Boys. I'm throwing that on the list. I was going to put that on mine too, but... Oh, no, nah. I said mine. That's funny. Hmm? You said mine. Mine? Yeah. And uh, the second match I'd put on the list is uh, WrestleMania 18. Would have to be the triple threat match with Raven, Big Show, and Kane. You don't remember that? Are you serious? That's literally one of my favorite matches of all time. And uh, I guess WrestleMania 20 I'd have to throw on there too, which is uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Chris Benoit. Just a fun match. Yeah. Yeah. I was also battling with going with putting a Chris Benoit match on there too. Yeah, so those were our fan questions. Is and that supposed comments. to be going that fast? Yeah, because the bars it's it's a uh, it's more spread out. Oh, so that's normal. All right, yeah. just checking. Yeah, so that was our fan questions and comments this week. Thank you very much to those who submitted comments or questions. Be sure to comment on Mark Knight one forty five, and as per usual, hear your stuff listened and. Or not listened to, but... Answered? Yeah, answered and read. So, let's kick this off. Let's talk about... Let's talk about... Do I want to talk about TNA first? No, let's go with SmackDown. Yeah, let's talk about SmackDown. Let's go with SmackDown first. Let's start off with the bad, shall we? Uh, Unfortunately, let's do it. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio versus Great Kali. Yeah, why well, I like this match? It's great, Kali, over and over and again. It's not like it's making doubt. It's not like oh, you're against Kali. you defeated Kali. Kali's like this huge monstrous uh, wrestler. But honestly, during this match, I kind of think Del Rio looked kind of good in this match. But I just don't think like why why Kali get out of my TV? Especially leading up to Survivor Series, I think this is a poor match selection. Great Kali needs to start doing Biggie Langston's finisher. And for those of you who don't understand that, then you need to follow us on Twitter. Is it the get the fuck off my TV? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to curse, but yeah. Uh, moving on to the middles, AJ and Tamina defeated the Funkadactyls. For me, the reason why this is in the middles is because for the most part, it was a decent, good match. Cameron. Yeah, I can't get on board with Cameron. She's just like... She she does throw a decent drop kick, but it looks kind of sloppy, but it's just... She literally just looks like she's being trained by Alicia Fox. Yeah, no one should ever look like that. Right. I. She has to get released. Yeah. And, uh... Naomi, Naomi could... As we've seen, Naomi could hold her own. Yeah, it's Naomi. Naomi. I always say Naomi. Yeah. Uh, Alberto Del Rio versus John Cena for the World Heavyweight Championship was made for Survivor Series. Uh, I mean, there's not much to say about that. I would actually put this in the good, though. I mean, what? John Cena, Del Rio? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yes, we want to see Sandow in there, but in time, we will see Sandow in there. You say that about every single person. It's pissing me in off. In time, it right? It pisses me off so much. I, I say it so many it's times. It's the truth, though. No, it's not. How not? Chris Hero got released. Okay. When In time what? In oh, time Chris Cassisono is going to be the next Paul Heyman guy. Cassisono is going to return at the Royal Rumble. Cassisono, Cassisono, and then nothing. He got released. Could be. Although I do have my suspicions. Could be. Should we just delve into that in the middle of All right, SmackDown? Yeah, let's just, <laughs> yeah, it's more important than anything else that probably happened on SmackDown. 
Um, right after, everything always happens after we finish recording an episode. Um, well, last Friday, uh, Chris Hero, Cassius Ono, was released by the WWE and was quickly picked up by other wrestling not, promotions. Which well, will, not quickly picked up. It was well, just quickly announced that he's, yeah. Whatever too, yeah. But let's, fin- like, but Cassius Ono was released. Rumor, there's really no speculation about why. We knew that he was possibly in the doghouse. I, I still don't personally believe about the doghouse stuff, about how because he was out of shape and that got him in a bad position. I What's going to happen is WWE saw that AJ Styles was going around town to town like they should have done, and they're now sending Cassius Ono town to town, town to town, booking indie gigs. And he's gonna eventually come back on and be on a Survivor Series team. I think no, they totally. Fine. I'm I, I I do see that. Ca- I do not think this is the end of Cassius Ono. He's going to be back. There's no. I mean, look at how many people were released and then came back. Uh, who I know, Daniel Cesaro. Bryan. Cesaro was Cesaro. released. Yeah, he was under developmental contract a while back and then released and then picked up again. Weird. There was a bunch of them. Um, Our last. Uh, are we done talking about Chris? No. Or? Well. Quickly, the match that they announced was Chris Hero versus uh, Hurricane Shane Helms at PWS, which should be happening today for those listening on Saturday. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to it before the event starts, go order it on iPay-Per-View. Um, yeah. yeah. Are, are we done talking about Chris Hero now? Well, he was also announced for DG USA on Sunday, <laughs> and he was also announced for a world title match versus Adam Cole at PWG uh, All-Star Weekend. So that should be cool as well. But yes, let's move on to uh, the rest of SmackDown. Sorry for that tangent. I just we should have whatever. Um, last middle held off with the yeah. Last middle, John Cena defeated Ryback. I just thought it was a pointless match. There's no reason to bury like to put Ryback down so much in this position. Yeah, like he's been on such a losing streak. The guy barely wins at pay per views, and you had him very. At a high position that you could have used him, and you just you dropped the ball. Even when he was faced, like there was such like a high position there, but like they dropped the ball. Yeah, the only burying that he should have is like a kicks commercial for like a commercial Barry Barry kicks, and he should feed me more. Yeah. My jokes don't always go over, but look who I'm working with over here, and I'm moving on to the goods. CM Punk challenged the Wyatt family. And Curtis Axel came out, which then led to CM Punk versus uh, Curtis Axel. Back and forth match. CM Punk picked up the victory. Good match. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, R-Truth and the Usos defeated three-man band, which was a good match. I'm happy that uh, three-man band is on SmackDown. Yeah. uh, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just want the Usos to be the tag team already like i want them to be in, champions and everything and in time though they'll, they'll be up there in yeah. time in time and then <laughs> last for smackdown daniel bryan defeated luke harper uh, of course it was by dq when uh, eric rowan got involved and stopped yeah. everything from happening but it had to though it couldn't go any other way yeah i mean you can't have daniel bryan lose to luke harper and with the big I guess the way that the Wyatt family is, you can't have them lose either. And from for what it was, it was a good match. And 
Yeah. Eric Rowan just needs to not wrestle. And I, they have my should support. He, should he have the Biggie Langston finisher as well? No, 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 no. No? No, he's perfectly fine just beating up people. Okay. Like that. Just not match. you can't really botch that. So just not match ready. Kind of yeah, just right. like bodyguard-ish. Right. Biggie okay, Langston cool. should just go back to NXT. He's good being a yeah. bodyguard. All right, let's move on to it. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Where do you want to start? Might as well start with the bads. Again. Starting with the bads. And I'd like you to explain yourself as to why this very first bad is in the bads. Okay. First bad is in the bads. Del Rio versus Big E Langston. Um, Okay. Let's just say for a crowd that was in England... Uh, right? England? Yes. It was in England. Um, the crowd was silent. From entrance to finish, the crowd was completely silent. The crowd wasn't even into it. They were. That's when they started chanting for everybody else. And I hope WWE sees that because that nobody gives fan reactions to Biggie Langston or Del Rio that they'll see that. And take him off there's TV. No, there's no point Even to put these two against each other either because they can't draw WWE. a reaction. Yeah, I don't see WWE taking them off TV um, though. But Yeah, let's move on to the middles though. No, Luckily, there's another bad. Oh, I only had one bad. Well, if you're reading the same list, what the fuck, man? This is the same list. Oh, my bad. This was on your bad list. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for cursing again. Um, yeah, Paul, Paul Heyman addresses the crowd with Curtis Axel. Uh, and then CM Punk comes up, comes out and attacks Axel and then uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah, I just thought it was. I mean, it wasn't pointless, but it was just. I thought it. I thought it was pointless. There was. I didn't think there was any point to have this right before the main event, and it did last a good like. It didn't go on too long, but it did take up like five minutes, and it was just kind of unnecessary to me. As of late, CM Punk stuff. Just hasn't been doing it. It's like yeah, no. CM Punk's build is the best in the world and whatever. And yeah, last year. But Paul Heyman is not bringing out the best in the world of CM Punk. Right. It's just everything's falling short, and I don't know. Paul Heyman, as we said, the at Hell in a Cell, that has that had to have been it. Stop with the Heyman and CM Punk. He got CM Punk finally got his hands on Paul Heyman. There's no reason for Punk wanting to get his hands on Paul Heyman any longer. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, just I don't, I don't, but I don't get it. Like, for the longest time, for a good maybe six months, I've been saying CM Punk has been eh. I haven't even been able to listen to any of his promos. Uh, to be honest, like, it, I'll only watch a CM Punk promo or listen to it when you say, okay, this, this is an awesome promo. Like, that pipe bomb in 2011 was awesome. 2012, yeah, he was great. 2013 rolled around. It was just like... Eh. Then he had like... There was like Pipe Bomb number two that was like, eh. I don't I even forgot. recall that. Yeah, it was like supposed to be, but it was really lacking. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Moving on to the goods. Just kidding. Goods, Moving middles? on to the middles. Okay. Uh, Santino Morella and Los Matadores defeated the Union Jacks. Who uh, I guess for a short stint in the UK, you were a three-man band overseas. Yeah, um, that, I hope that they continue this. Continue this. They're definitely or, not continuing. Well, the what Union I can Jacks. see is that next week, because Raw is in Nashville, Tennessee, 
Uh, I can see dress them normally. Have a no, normally no, not, dress. Not the leather. Not the black leather. Why? I could see them going with some sort of a country Denim vibe. jeans. Imagine they all dress like Dixie Carter. Wow. <laughs> wow. What? Stereotyping much? Down, 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 <laughs> down, down. <laughs> all right, but the match, it was like, it was a good match. Decent match. Um, I like the fact that three-man band, how they had the, they were representing the the flag on their, their tights. What they got over the flag. Um, <laughs> what? No, nothing. Um, yeah. No, nothing? Yeah. With what? Well, you asked me why I was, well, it's funny. Oh. Um, yeah, but then I also like there was a spot where El Torito went, uh, skydiving, I guess. Jumping off of the turnbuckle to the yeah, outside. I really went skydiving, I was born. Eh, to him, that's like... No, don't don't, like, don't make fun of That's like 100 people. miles into the air. No, it isn't. Eh. It's going to be the same amount of miles for anyone. <laughs> yeah. I, I um, did I did like the little the cobra, how it had the horns on it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was cool. With your sock? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Also, Tamina defeated Nikki Bella. Who, um, who Dave, for the whole match, he should apologize. He should apologize right now. Even though they announced her as Brie, the commentators were calling her Brie. Uh, Nikki, I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. They announced her as Nikki. <laughs> the commentators were calling her Nikki. And she was wearing the shirt that Nikki wears and not Brie, so. Yeah, but, about yeah. that. Yeah, um, you should, no, you should apologize to our fans for that. Yeah, about that. No, apologize um, to our fans for that. Yeah, I'm good. I thought you were going to say, yeah, about that. And I was going to say, no, apologize to our fans for that. And I was going to go on for like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Nikki was impressive, though. I liked her uh, drop toe hold. Drop uh, camel toe hold. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> camel toe uh, yeah, hold. Is that what it's called or not? I don't think so. Oh, all right. Um, AJ picks up the win. I thought it was a fine match. Why is it in the middle? Uh, AJ wasn't in the match. So, I don't know what you're saying. AJ gets Brie. Yeah, and we're oh. talking about Tamina versus Nikki. I'm Even his notes are confusing, Dave. At the end of the match. At the end of the match. Yeah. she stopped her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I, I enjoyed this match. Nikki is improving. Yeah. So, I'm really happy to see that. And, uh, yeah. Apparently, Nikki's the one that wrestles with the shirt. Yes, and speaking of Nikki Bella and other medals, John Cena had a a uh, handicap match facing off against the Real Americans, and I I would say it was a good match up until that ending, where John Cena defeated the Real Americans, making them look weak. I I, think. I thought it was fine. I was good with the match. I think it's hilarious that Zeb Coulter gets booed and. And hated. everyone still oh, says talking about people. people that I that are hated. Uh, back to the, the one of the questions, the comments about people being hated. I would also add Vicky Guerrero on there. I don't think it's meaning it like that, though. Well, I'm adding Vicky Guerrero on there. I, I'm a big fan of Vicky Guerrero. Um, but Zeb Coulter always gets booed. Yet everybody in the audience always chants "We the People." Right. When they go and go along with it, I just think it's like. All these John Cena matches, they don't make John look stronger. They just make the opponent look weaker. I thought it, I didn't think it looked made them look weak at all. If you just Cena, pop Cena, up out of dude, nowhere Cena, and Cena, hit your finish, that's making the other person look weak. That doesn't make you look strong. You're already on top. No. Yes. And then Cena, I, I thought that there was few, was a few cool spots in this match where Cena went for his like what is it the five moves of doom where he went for one of his shoulder blocks. 
but he got caught with a European uppercut mid shoulder block. I thought that looked sick. But but Cena coming. The, fact, the one thing that I will admit with not looking good, I'm not gonna say that the um, him popping up and hitting the AA on them it made them look bad or anything. It's the like equivalent that. to hulking up, and at least Hulkster did the movements would, and stuff to it. Yeah, I, I would say the one thing that did make them look hulking bad up was, was Cena, stupid too. But for the '80s, I guess it was phenomenal. Was that Cena? Uh, wasn't even placed in the big swing. How he wow. reversed that, I thought that was kind of like he. Sh- I thought he could have taken the big swing. Maybe he. Didn't I don't want think it. that. Yeah, I don't think that would have done all that much. Maybe he was going to take the big swing later on. Um, but then big stuff after the match, though. Yeah. Uh, with Del Rio coming out during the match, but then after the match, he attacked uh, John Cena. Really did a number on his arm with that chair. Um, I guess we're gonna see on SmackDown. What how this plays out? Oh, now there's an arm wrestling match for SmackDown. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. So I guess he was weakening his arm a little bit more. So this arm wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah, because you know because people care about arm wrestling matches. Well, some people do, but it's always SmackDown that gets those matches. It really is. But anyway, that's that's uh, a match for Survivor Series. So hopefully we'll see Alberto Del Rio taking back the World Heavyweight Championship from John Cena. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about that. Kidding. Also, um, our truth defeating Ryback was in our middles. Yeah, well, it was more David's middle than well, mine. Why? What would well, you put explain, it? explain why it was in your middles. I would put it in, because I would put it in the beds if I was able to. Because It um, was your list I used. Yeah, but you said you didn't have any middle, so I just tossed it in the middle. I would toss it in, as a bed because Ryback losing once again. I mean, and this time to our truth but the way he lost was like such a quick loss, wasn't it? I can't even recall. I believe it was like a, oh my God, he just lost. And he got out of the ring, I believe. A quick lose to the little Jimmy or whatever his finishes? I don't know. I um, don't think that's what it is. But uh-huh. but I, I agree with you in the sense that Ryback shouldn't be. My, what would you put it in, though? I'd put it in the middles. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why? So you think that it's good? No, I like the match. It just it was okay. I don't you think. just like you just don't like the outcome with the Ryback and how they're no. Using. That's it's both. I, it's a catch twenty two there because I'm a fan of our truth and I'm a fan of Ryback. Uh, so all right, want to move on to the goods? You might as or well not yet. No, you want to do the goods? To the goods. You want to do the goods? Well, I'll start it. Okay, you start it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you have to be like this. Be like what? Dressed up like Fat Albert and shit and giving me stuff. Makes well, no just sense. because I have a weight problem doesn't mean you have to call me out on the show. Yeah, you have the weight problem. Yeah. Yet before we started recording, folks, David goes, you know, you could stand to, to lose a, like 20 pounds or 70 pounds. I'm sorry. I'm only looking out for my cousin, my blood. I walk yeah. in and he's eating a cheeseburger for McDonald's. My cousin, my blood. And no, I haven't had McDonald's in 100 plus days. Don't you dare lie to my fans. That's appalling. No, seriously, tell them that. All I, right, I, I, I will apologize because that is, that is the truth. Brandon... Has been trying to stay away from fast food. And I haven't has, been trying to stay been, away from fast been. food. No, I haven't. I've eaten Subway. But the, okay, you've been but you've been avoiding like Wendy's, McDonald's, Taco Bell. I don't eat Burger Taco King. Bell. First of all, I don't eat Burger King. Second of all, Wendy's and McDonald's. Have Wendy's, you had? Wendy's. I've had the last time I had Wendy's. When? Were, well, when we were at PWS in September, you didn't order food. Yes, I did. Frankie ate my food. Yeah, but you. Oh no, you did. <laughs> Oh. Because I, I, Brandon can't go to Applebee's. Let's go to let's get Wendy's. 
Yeah. And I was like, yeah, when he's not slapped across your face. Yeah. Whoa! All right, but... Anyway, Monday Night Raw Brad kicked Maddox. off Brad Madox and Maddox. Kane... It's Madox. Maddox. It's Madox. And Kane were arguing over who were uh, who was in charge on Monday Night Raw because Triple H and Stephanie, the authority, have, well, just didn't show up to Monday Night Raw in London. They took a vacation, a quote-unquote well-needed, well, I don't even know if anyone said well-needed Yeah, then Vicky Guerrero joined in on their fun, too. Yeah, Vicky thought she should be in charge, but Maddox was making the match Randy Orton versus uh, Cody Rhodes, and Kane had made the match... Orton versus Goldust, which I guess in turn they agreed to just make it Randy Orton versus the Rhodes family. So what did Vicky make? I don't think she made anything. Yeah, I think she was just out there and like just to catch. She was like, "I am the general manager of Monday Night Raw," and Kane's like, "No, I'm the general manager of Monday Night Raw." I thought that was funny. Yeah, people retweeted it when I tweeted it. They did. They did. But anyway, Cody Rhodes and Goldust defeated Randy Orton via countout because Randy Orton's a bitch and can never finish good matches on TV. Yeah, this was a good match. Um, one thing I am... I go it's back funny, before. I'm sorry to cut you off. I would never call Randy Orton a bitch to his face, but yeah, on this no. podcast, bitch, bitch, We've seen someone pretty much calling a bitch to his face before, and he's... He gets He's a huge bitch, easily. and I'm gonna. We're probably gonna call him a bitch again when we get further off of Monday Night Raw. Um, yeah, but Goldust and his face paint. Every match, it always washes off. Why? Like that's the dumbest question. No, but like why? Because every like, night the moon comes out. Why? <laughs> every day. No, but can't every you, day I breathe breaths of air. Why? No, but there's wrestlers that are out there that wear face paint that it doesn't wash off. Who like, do you know that wears face paint that doesn't wipe off during their match? Not Sting. Sting. Like, no, I said not Sting. Who else? I Ultimate Warrior. Muda. Great Muda. <laughs> Did great Muda? How long were his matches though? I don't, I don't know. What about Kiss? Kiss? They're not going out there being physical. They're just ICP. Uh. I mean, it's just like one of those things where like hmm. it's like every match, all of his face paint wipes off. It's like, not all of it. Good but, majority. And it's weird though because it, it used to not. That's the thing too. So I don't know, like maybe, the, but maybe he's using different paint. That's maybe. what I'm saying. Like he should switch back to that whatever paint he was using back. But in maybe the day. he's not. Maybe it's a different paint. Maybe it's just he's older and he's sweating more. Or maybe he's, more he's physical. To, maybe he's physical. trying to show that he's physical. Dustin Runnels. No, that. we saw that a year ago. Maybe when he's him still and Cody, Cody Rhodes and, and and Booker T were in the Intercontinental Championship picture. Dustin Runnels or whatever came out. Yeah, but a good thing that did come from this count out was Big Show attacking uh, Randy Orton after this and giving him a choke slam through the table off of the steel steps. Yeah, Randy Orton was like higher than he's ever been before. Uh, debatable. He hangs out with RVD, I hear. Uh, uh, debatable. But yeah, no, um, that was a pretty nice spot. I thought that was a good way to start off Raw because you don't really I see... I thought it was a great spot too, David. Like you don't really see people getting put through the commentators' table at the start of Raw. Oh no, you never see that. And it was funny when they and it's funny when they cut to the, the three of them uh, that just sitting there in front of a nothing. Yeah, JB always looks so goofy. Just sitting it looks there like, like they look like they're sitting there like naked when they don't have the table in front of them. It's yeah. just weird. Well, King for some most reasons are. Well, that's because he usually doesn't wear pants under there. Too. I mean, he usually has like a. 
19-year-old or 17-year-old under there? And Jerry Lawler, I could give you his full address and everything after. Do we so get on to the, the Jerry Lawler talk or no? What later. Jerry Lawler talk? With Kaufman? Or later? What do you mean? There's no Jerry uh, Lawler talk yet. You don't know it, obviously. Yeah, I don't think um, so. Alright, so Sandow defeating uh, Kofi Kingston. Crowd was completely dead for this match. Everyone's like, oh, British crowds, British crowds, oh, God, British crowds. And it's like, nope, sorry, you guys were dead why, for this. Why did you have to clap in their ears? Yeah, it's not clapping, if you know what I mean. It's not clapping if you show it off. It's fapping? No, uh, I don't use that term. I don't know if 4chan said that stuff, and I can't, I can't stand that it? website. 4chan? I don't know what that is. Look it up. Don't look 4chan. it up. No, seriously, don't look it up. Yeah, apparently don't there's, look it up. there's fapping and schlicking. I've never heard of slicking. <laughs> I heard of the word slicking like last week and it blew my mind. Slicking sounds Yiddish. <laughs> well, what are you doing yeah, right. to that little girl? Stop slicking her. Use that during uh, Hanukkah at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sandow, Kingston, great match, I thought. Kingston looks phenomenal. I mean, sort of Sandow, but... I like the fact that Sandow, ever since losing the his Money in the Bank opportunity to Cena, he's been very relentless in the ring. He seems to have like such a. He's been on an angry uh, anger streak. Am I wrong or right? I mean, I guess. Like he's he seems like he's like picked up a little bit of something in his matches where he just uh, starts pounding on the wrestler on his opponent. I think it's working out. Yeah. Um. Well, I think if you're going to be a physical performer in the ring, it's of course you're going to be working out. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. At least the jokes go over in my head. <laughs> but uh, Curtis Axel defeated Dolph Ziggler in a match that people could say was a match. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. No way. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't, uh, was unaware of that. I love Ziggler's jumping DDT. Yeah, it is I, I think that's always a cool spot. And, and I, the title was actually on the line. Was it? Yep. It was the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship. Championship was on the line, right? Yeah. It was on the line, which they don't do too often on Monday Night Raw, which they should be doing often. I, I kind of feel like the last time they did it was back in January. I, I feel like... Or do I say December? I feel Actually, like it should December be like... December 31st? I think it's one of those titles. It should always be... The, not always, but whenever you have a match on Raw, I think at least two of the... Half of them should be for the championship. Why? I, I'm just thinking, like, figure four Raws a month. I think at least two matches that you're in should be you defending your championship as opposed to just defending it once out on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Maybe if Curtis Axel has a match even. Right. But uh, speaking of maybe people who have matches, Fandango defeated Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd returned last week, of course. It was our mark-out moment of the week. I, I love this match. Yeah, David wouldn't stop talking about how much he loved it. Yeah. Um... I do love the fact, apparently, this is a storyline that was created on Total Divas, right? I mean, I guess you would say that. Like, I, I didn't watch Total Divas, but I know Brandon did. But from them showing us the clips, apparently, Natalia was training with uh, Fandango. Fandango. Yeah. But but Tyson Kidd was training with Eva Marie. Yeah. And apparently, this caused them to have a little bit of heat, and then they had the match, and it was an awesome match. Yeah. Match for me, I thought it was match of the night. Uh, I was a fan of it. I'm always a fan of Tyson Kidd. I don't know, especially when paired up with. Fan it Diego. might have been. I don't know. It might have been too short for match of the night for me. But Daniel Bryan teamed up with 
CM Punk. I'm tired of saying CM Punk, by the way. Do, can we go the rest of the show without saying CM Punk? Probably. What can we refer to him as? Uh, there's nothing else. Who he who shall no. not be named? No. I'm just gonna say Punk, maybe. I don't know. Daniel Bryan and Punk. No, I yeah, just no. don't want to say it. Daniel Bryan teamed up with Pepsi Guy Tattoo. That works. Defeating the Wyatt family, but that was by DQ because the shield ran out. Uh, the Usos made the save. And Daniel Bryan versus... Daniel Bryan and the guy with the Pepsi Tattoo versus the Wyatt family was made for Survivor Series. So instead of having a traditional Survivor Series match with them on the team, I guess they're going to gonna do, be 2 on 2 but I guess they're going to do the Shield versus the Usos versus the Real Americans versus primetime players or something. Yeah. I even think I mentioned that a few weeks ago. Right. They were going to so, do a uh, four-way attack So instead team. of giving me what I want to see, yeah. they're giving me... Uh, but, but that we, ending but talking was, about Yeah, talking about things that you... Giving you things that you wanted to see. But everyone says that. Well, I don't want to see that. Why did really? Everyone, I didn't, like, care for that uh, at all. Like, it, was, it was a cool thing to happen, but you tweeted out saying, like, oh, my God, everybody wants to see this. And it's like... Yeah, because I, I to my knowledge, I thought a lot of people wanted to sh- see the S.H.I.E.L.D. versus the Wyatt family. Because when the Where Wyatts, was that coming from? Because when the Wyatts first came in, uh, they were always talking about... Fans were always tweeting and talking about how they want the Wyatts versus the S.H.I.E.L.D. for the championship. And WWE wanted to build that up a little bit more, put that on hold, build up the Wyatt family more, build up the Shield more, and then have that big collision. And it finally happened on Raw. No, it didn't. Not really. They collided. But they remembered. But they remembered their main focus, and then went after. Yeah, Pepsi guy, Pepsi tattoo guy, and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's actually Um, the the guy with the Pepsi tattoo. Whatever. Um, yeah, but I thought it was awesome. The crowd loved the ending, and I'm looking also, forward to... Also, sorry to cut you off. If, if you're listening to this, punk, sorry. Do I have to apologize for that? Eh, debatable. I don't think so. <laughs> so um, then it's not debatable. Yeah. But yeah, I love the end of Raw, and it really makes me want to watch next week's Raw to see what happens with The Shield... And white family. I think the ends of uh, the end of Monday Night Raw, for the most part, has been good as of late. Last week's was terrible, with Kane just coming out doing nothing. But yeah, I think as of late, it's been good. And then we also saw uh, the Shield promo with Randy Orton, where Randy Orton was just like, "Dude, where were you guys at?" And how they responded by saying they don't work for him, they don't yeah. work for Vicky. I thought that was pretty. We work for the devil. Yeah, I thought who, that was. But who is good. the devil? I don't know. I don't even know if we ever mentioned about... Is Vince McMahon the devil or... It, like, could it be Vince McMahon? Could it be Linda McMahon? Why would Shane it be Linda McMahon? McMahon? Why would it be Shane McMahon? Could it be Shane McMahon? No. I miss Shane McMahon. I wish it was Shane. Yeah, I miss Shane. He should have been in WWE 2K14. I feel bad a little... Like, why... I'm so curious about what he's doing. Why isn't he getting the WWE and why is Triple H? He, like, he went out. He didn't want it. Yeah, but like, what is he doing now? I don't like, know. Why Last would we it, heard he was doing MMA stuff. Like, why wouldn't you to? want that? I also think that he was doing some. Uh, he was working with a sports agency, um, like, an ener- like an energy. Oh, uh, what's his no? face? Rory McIlroy, I think, was w- was one of his clients. I think, um, but I'm not too sure. But yeah, that's Monday Night Raw. But there's been recent pictures of him that popped up, and it's just like mind blowing to see oh, about how old he looks. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like, we spoke about the Cassius Ono stuff already. Yeah, so let's talk about the wellness policy, shall we? Okay. What do you want to talk about it with? Well, they changed it, (laughs) so just briefly state what they... Uh, Pretty much the wellness policy, apparently it was changed back in, like, June or July. Oh, interesting. But it's not getting, like, spoken about till now. Interesting, because um, somebody probably failed the wellness test man, in probably, June or July. Yeah, somebody probably got their third strike around somebody that time. Probably yeah. got really high backstage. Um, yeah, apparently Did that wrestlers... sound like anything? Yeah, um, not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. Um, apparently wrestlers can request a therapeutic use exception where they get a valid prescription from a licensed WWE uh, phys- uh, medical doctor... And they can use one of these medications. With I don't know if it's talking about marijuana or if we're talking about Xanax, like something for anxiety or sleeping with Ambien. I can't see it being pot though, because isn't that per state? That's the thing too. It's per state, so I I really don't like know. if you're if it you're could just be per. They may have just did it for the marijuana, so this way they have a loophole for everybody that but if, does. But you're not – it depends what state you're in, isn't it? Like you're, if you're in California, oh, recreational use, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but then but you come dude, to New York and you're using pot. You can't yeah, – that's not – Yeah, but WWE is not going to drug test you with for that in New York. Like they would do a drug test in a place where it's legal. It's WWE's not doing that though. I don't think they would hire anybody outside that's not under their – W. I don't think WWE's doing the drug testing. I think they are. I think they have. Dude, money talks. They're paying these people know. to come in to do it. Why would? Come on. I don't know. Let's let's use. And uh, you can't use it. And apparently, you can't use it sixty consecutive days. I thought. I I'm not too sure I think about that. That's what I read. I thought. But you, um, if you do have one of these exceptions and you do test positive on a drug test. It is not considered a positive drug test. So if I'm taking, I guess, Xanax, and I test positive for Xanax, um, fine with it, or codeine, or painkiller, uh, Vicodin, or something. Um, and what about also, the redemption period? Redemption period? Well, the redemption period uh, is a new program as well. They have a redemption program where it's a program that is um, 18 months. And it's only for uh, two people with two violations. But after you complete the 18 months, one of those two violations gets knocked down. So you only have one. So that means somebody like, let's say hypothetically, Randy Orton. uh, Say he's on strike three. He does the redemption program. Now he only has two strikes. He's good to go. I don't. It's just it's it's and the thing too is, pathetic, dude. I don't know how often you could do a redemption program. I don't know if it's every one or eighteen done. months. Yeah, no, I don't know if <laughs> it it's sounds like, like it's every eighteen months. I don't think there's it says anywhere that it can't be repeated. Um, also, there's going to be an al- alcohol test now. If you if you test positive for alcohol, it's going to be a twenty five hundred dollar fine. What? With, yeah, uh, alcohol. Who's testing. drinking before their matches? Who's drinking before? Uh, Public public panels. Uh, but is that why? I would I would think so. It's probably for that. Uh, but that's not there. Like that's a, that was a bullshit panel. They shouldn't have like. Uh, yeah, but it, it could probably be for the Ric Flairs of the WWE. 
But it could also be to test them before a match. It's not going to be like, oh, we're out partying or we're out drinking. Imagine they really changed this because they listened to last week's episode and we like said that thing about yeah, right, bash the beach or whatever it was. Um, yeah, yeah. and then the uh, all all arrests related to the use, possession, sale of any of that therapeutic medication, uh, you are able to be dismissed by the WWE. So yeah, um. Oh, also, if you admit that you're an addict, if you're addicted to a, if you're addicted to a medication, and before you get tested for a drug test, if you admit to the doctor or to anybody in the WWE that you are an addict or you have an addiction problem, uh, there will be no penalty. The the WWE will take care of it, and the will, you will not be penalized if you admit that you have an addiction and seek help. Could the alcohol thing have been added with Rose Mendes? Yeah, it could be. Could 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 be. And I wonder if this it was added. I wonder. July. I honestly, I wonder if Michael Hayes works drunk. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. Does that explain be. behavior of his? He could be. But I mean, I've said it a million times on the podcast. I'm okay by any. I mean, to an extent, I I understand where wrestlers come from. Where you need the painkillers, you need. The Xanax, the sleeping, you need the anxiety, you need all these medications to function properly. Because, let's face it, the the life of a wrestler isn't really a, a functional, a, that well of a functional life. I mean, you put your body through so much pain on a daily basis, you're always traveling, you always have the worries of whether or not you're going to be fired, you always have the worries about your family, your children at school, your wife, it, and you can't focus on things. I mean, to an extent, I understand, um, especially with why you would need marijuana for whatever reason. Um, so I, I am okay with it, but there's reasons where the drug use is a little bit over. I like, don't know. Oh, I'm Randy Orton. I just want to smoke this pot. Yeah. I'm I mean, Randy they're, Orton, and the only way I can remember line. my promos. I said the only way I can remember my promos is if I smoke a little pot. If I smoke a little pot. I don't know if that's going to help him remember his... <laughs> Actually, maybe. <laughs> but... Yeah. I, did, I just cut a, a Randy Orton promo. Yeah. Did, I, did I guess... You, did you think it was the best promo no, you ever heard? No. I, I do... I guess we're going to find out what happens with this. I still think that nothing's going to change. I think that nobody's going to really test positive... And if they do test positive for anything, we're not gonna really, we're not gonna find out, or we're gonna find out a few months later after they've already taken care of it. So yeah, um, what else you want to talk about? We got some injuries that occurred at a WWE live house show uh, in Eng- in Leeds, England, the okay. other day. Okay, don't ask me what I want to talk about. Well, you you right into it. I knew exactly where you were <laughs> going, so I figured I'd jump in there. Apparently, CM Punk was in his match with the Wyatt family, and he hit his hu- uh, head. Very hard in the match, and was very slow to get up, and let, went to the locker room a little bit early before leaving Daniel Bryan to celebrate by himself. Uh, I'm not going to think anything of it. Hopefully, it's not a concussion. Just tossing it out there. And then CM Punk uh, favored his ankle, and the referee threw, uh, in a match versus Del Rio. I thought you uh, said Cena. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, John Cena versus Alberto Del Rio. Um, apparently, CM Punk. Uh, I did it again. Uh, apparently John Cena hurt his ankle. Referee threw up the X. They stopped the match. 
Del Rio played through the crowd, but then I guess they continued the match, they finished it, and John Cena left on his own. So either he was playing the crowd, or maybe he really tweaked something. I guess we're going to find out, but, you know, these are just injuries to, potential injuries to know about. Yes, and uh, when yeah. was that William Regal thing? That's for next week to talk about. That was the taping. But it, that's not on TV. No, it's a dark. So we can just talk about, about it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So after uh, SmackDown taping last week in London, or this week in London? Yeah, for this week. Okay, yeah, this week they taped... Uh, it was a dark match. John Cena faced Del Rio? I think, with William Regal as a special yeah. guest referee. And after the match, Regal was celebrating with Cena and just knocked him out. And then John Cena popped back up yeah. and hit him with the attitude adjustment. Yeah, yeah. Pointless to me. I, don't I know. mean, the crowd loved it when William Regal knocked out John Cena. They loved it. But then they all hated John Cena and booed him heavily when he hit uh, William Regal with the attitude adjustment. Is that something you really want to do with your top face? I like. Do you, why would you want to get I him booed? Get, but I don't get it in general. I don't know. Like, wouldn't you rather have this done to have Regal Regal knock out Del Rio? Well, the thing is, is William Regal for the most part of his career has been a heel, and it's you're you're. It's he's the, he's he's the heel that people loved to to eventually cheer. No, that's a good point. And he that's even true. said that in his in that speech he made or whatever. So I thought it was a little cool. No, no, no that's a good point. Oh, main event. Oh uh, yes. Oh yeah, we're actually going to talk about main event. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay. Uh yeah, Natalia took on AJ uh, for the championship. This was actually for the a, Divas Championship. Yeah, very good like match. Be another championship. This was actually a very good match, but we're talking about main event because they had a few good matches on there. Um, but the thing about this was the ending. Yes, Tamina came in and hit the sickest kick on on uh, Natalia. Natalia. Yeah, Natalia had the sharpshooter on AJ, and as AJ is about to tap, Natalia is about to be the Divas Champion. Tamina gets in the ring and nails his sidekick right to her face. It was sick. Yeah. And then um, backstage, there was a promo with Natty and Tyson Kidd. It was just a terrible promo that they just make her look so stupid. Where she's like fake crying and yeah, crying. I always hate it when people cry after their matches or after their wins or losses. It's just, come on. It's not believable. Uh, yeah. Justin Gabriel. But Justin Gabriel faced off against Tyson Kidd. In the battle of the uh, Minitrons. Like, this was Brandon during that no, match. No, it wasn't. In the battle of the Minitrons, because they both have the same Minitron. I thought that was a little funny. This because was an awesome match. They used to be tag team partners, so. Yeah, but this was an awesome match. Um, I started noticing, I wasn't too big of a fan of uh, Riley, of his commentating. Why? I couldn't this, pinpoint. This week did kind of sound off, but the, I don't I know why. I couldn't pinpoint why, but during this match, I noticed that it just sounded very arrogant-ish. Like, something about it I did not like. Like, he was not... because well, he played football or two sports or whatever he did in Boston. I, I I'm not too sure. But, yeah, this was an awesome match. Uh, surprisingly, Justin Gabriel picked up the victory. Yeah. Uh, I think that everybody was probably expecting Kid to pick up the victory, seeing that he returned just last week. Um, wouldn't mind this turning into anything. Well... Right, as of right now, it's two faces in a match. Yeah, so it probably won't. I mean, yeah. I don't know if after the match they 
left, shook hands or anything. It was like a great that. match that we've seen. I'm pretty sure we've seen before, and I'm pretty sure I've said that they've put on great matches. And after this match was over, I just like had the thought, like, how did WWE get rid of Tremperetta? Oh, I thought it was, how do I dispose of these tissues? No. How no. did WWE get rid of Tremperetta? Because he put on fuck... Oh, sorry. He put on awesome matches with them. I don't know. Now I curse and apologize. Yeah. If, if, if you're going to curse... It's not my apologize. fault, though. If it's you're not my fault that I curse and apologize. Own it. Uh, also, the Union Jacks picked up the victory over primetime players. Yes, they're undefeated on main event. Yeah, way to go, guys. <laughs> way to go. Hopefully, you can keep this going uh, in the U.S., yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, me too. All right, so would you like to introduce our musical interlude? No. Okay. Well, you said you was Jerry Lawler talk, or there is it's not related to Lawler at all. I didn't even, even click into it. It was just him commenting about how the Andy Kaufman hoax. Yes, I just wanted to make mention of that Andy Kaufman thing because make I guess mention. he is wrestling and kind of. Yeah, he's wrestling. Uh, recently, a woman who claimed to be his daughter. Stepped out and said that that was weird. I don't know, I don't know what that was. Ghost. She uh, who's Andy Kaufman? She, yeah, she basically said that Kaufman was alive, living in Albuquerque. I think it was. Yeah, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And and keep in mind this this took place at like some Andy Kaufman uh, award ceremony in the yeah. city. And she went on to say, like, she was on stage with Andy Kaufman's brother, uh, legit brother. And she was saying about how Andy Kaufman watches the award ceremony and is watching it tonight. And then they go on to how he wanted to live in secrecy. He didn't want to live as Andy Kaufman anymore. He didn't want to live that that um, celebrity lifestyle. Right. And there was video to go along with this of Kaufman, quote-unquote, in 2013. Yeah, it's kind of like a Bigfoot uh, footage. <laughs> No, there was other footage too, though. It was like such grainy quality, but it's still like, it's like the weirdest thing. And then it turned out that it came out that she was an actress or something. And yeah, there's, they got kind everybody of hopes online. up. And she was in cahoots, I guess, with, not cahoots, but she was in on it with her, with uh, Andy's brother. But then Andy's brother was interviewed on CNN and he said how he thinks that this was all a hoax and he had no idea about it. Well, that's, come about, on. But ah, oh, come on! If you're on imagine, stage with her as the door, imagine right? if Andy Kaufman was alive. That'd be phenomenal. If we like found out, I think he would honestly be the only person. Like, would people be pissed off if they found out? I don't think so. He's alive. I don't think so. Apparently, he was always fascinated with uh, faking his own death, and that's why everybody thinks this. And his brother was saying how uh, last year, I guess he didn't have a good relationship with their father. And then he went into the, his, his hiding. Then the father passed away very recently. And then after that, he, his brother got a note from Andy Kaufman saying about like where his whereabouts and everything like that. So it's very – it's weird. It's like a UFO, UFO sighting. Like yeah, you don't so know what to believe. Andy, if you're listening to this. Come on the podcast. Break your silence. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I don't know. That's all. No, <laughs> yeah. That's all you can say about that. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Um, I think we can add on to it. How is he not in the WWE Hall of Fame? Well, I mean, come on. He should be definitely inducted. I thought for sure that he was a shoe in for this year, for 2012, what? being that, or 2013, sorry, being that it was Madison Square Garden, being that Andy Kaufman is from Long Island. Should have happened. The whole thing. But they went with 
um, who'd they go with? Was there a celebrity? They went with Trump, right? Of course. Yes, of course. But a uh, musical interlude this week is coming from a woman, Tamara Bubble. It is Living It Up, and we hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back here on Mark and Hat. Tamara Bubble, Living It Up. You that, could That song was awesome. Yes. You could find her, TamaraBubble.com, Twitter.com slash TamaraBubble, Facebook.com slash TamaraBubble, YouTube.com slash TamaraMusicVivo. 
Her next performance is November 21st in Newark, New Jersey. It's part of the Battle of the Sexes Part 2, the ultimate female versus male musical mashup concert. Uh, other performers, I guess, will be Bad Boy, Hot 97, Singer's Room, Hit Squad Music, and more at the Allure Lounge. Uh, that's 415 Halsey Street in Newark, New Jersey, 8 p.m. So definitely thank you for contributing your song to the podcast. And go check her out on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. And if you would like your music played on the podcast, just as Tomorrow Bubble, you can email us your music at markingout. Well, yeah, email it to markingout1 at gmail.com. Send us if you have any concerts coming up, if you have stand up. Yeah, if you're a comedian and you want your stand up out there, whatever you got, send it to us. We'll play it, we'll promote you. Uh, and thank you for submitting that music. Yes, guys, girls, you know what time it is. TNA. We have to follow up such a good song with this. With yeah. Impact Wrestling. Well, I mean, there was some aspects to Impact Wrestling this week that were great. Well, could I... Could we, we... We should obviously start with November 9th, Saturday night. Last Saturday night in Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Instead of starting with going right into Impact Wrestling, let's do some House of Hardcore. Take it away, Dave. Okay, House of Hardcore Take 3 took away, place. Dave. Um, they had some awesome matches. Striker vs. Anawahi. They had a Hardcore Rumble with uh, Vic Delicious defeated Brooke Danielle, John Redbeard, Spike Dudley, Danny Doring, uh, Mike Mitchell, Little Guido. And a ton of others. Little Guido Maritano. Um, Brooke Dan- uh, Danielle actually made her in-ring debut. This was her in-ring de- re- debut. She's been training very hard at the House of Hardcore. We're happy to see her debut. Um, wow, the main event debut again, Dave? Debut. Uh, <laughs> debut. Um, also, the main event, though. That's really why we want to talk about House of Hardcore, the, the main event. Oh, Tommy I want to... Uh, no, go go say this. Okay, first. Tommy yeah. Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer and Terry Funk teamed up to take on Lance Storm and X Pac, Sean Waltman, whatever you want to call him. The match itself was great. Yeah. I assume. Yeah, the match was great. <laughs> Just Incredible came out with Angelina Love. Uh Incredible brawled with Funk to the back. It Love. was it was cool to see uh Just Incredible uh posing. With, with Lance, Lance Storm. Storm and then X Pop, yeah, that was that's a players, cool kind thing of. that you pop for. Yeah, uh, and then Angelina Love battled, had a cat fight with uh, Beulah, which was pretty awesome. I think just like the fact that just to hear Terry Funk come out to Desperado, yeah, that's that's cool. And of course, Terry Funk and Dreamer picked up the victory over X Pac and uh, Storm, but that's not all right. We're talking about for House of Hardcore for that match, but even following this. Bully Ray came running down. Wait, to who's ring. Bully Ray from TNA? You got I'm it. Just kidding. I know who that is. Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> who? I don't know who that is. Bully Ray. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't stop. Don't okay, do that. Sorry. Don't get quit your quit your acting. Okay. Don't lie to okay. our fans. Stop. Okay. No, seriously, you're pissing me off. Do you man. know who he is? Yes, I know who he is. See Why is that funny? Because that's what he says in the promos. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Um, so Bully Ray come, came out and attacked Dreamer. I hope Dreamer people don't get pissed at that a little bit. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he came out attacking Dreamer and Funk. And then I guess Spike Dudley tried to make the save. Then he got attacked. And Devon came out trying to 
I guess he was a tweener, but then of course he sided with Bully Ray, and they both uh, nailed the three D on the Sandman who came out. The Sandman came out. They nailed the three D, and Bully Ray challenged uh, Tommy. Made a challenge to Tommy Dreamer for a uh, TNA event. For I guess it's going to be a one hour only. December twenty eighth is it? I think I'm or not too December sure of the specific date, but it's apparently it's, it's in it's Poughkeepsie, called, New York. Yeah, it's one night only. It's called Old School, I think. I think it's the twenty eighth. Yeah, apparently or the 29th. it's twenty ninth. Yeah, something like that. But it's going to be Tommy Dreamer versus Bully Ray in a street fight, and they also announced uh, Storm versus Rude in a Last Man Standing match for that as well. Yes, nothing says old school like like Last Man Standing matches. No, like uh, Bobby Rude versus James yeah, Storm. Yeah. Um, and what's old school about Dreamer versus Ray? I'm just, I, I like, think, <laughs> I, I just kind of feel like it's, like, it's kind of weird ECW to call it, like, is like can, couldn't you say, like, hardcore or something? No, because like, the mean, last time they said hardcore, it was a complete flop. Yeah, but to call it old school, I mean, I don't know, it's something about it. I thought it was cool that, uh, is that Matt Hardy teamed up with yeah. Devon? Yeah. To, to be... Matt Hard, no, the Hard Hard Dudley brothers. Hard Dudleys. Hard Dudleys. Hard Dudleys. They're thinking of names. I thought that was pretty cool to see them team up. Yeah. So if you haven't seen a House of Hardcore event, check it out. Uh, House of Hardcore Four. Um, to my knowledge, there's no specific date set yet, but we're definitely going to going to keep you updated with it. And something that we're going to keep you updated with is Impact Live. We apologize. We apologize. I'm so Wait, sorry. Well, before we start Impact, can, I want to just mention. Really fast, the match that Terry Funk and Dory Funk Jr. Here we go. Had in Japan. This is all Brandon wanted to talk no, about. No, I, I, I don't like. I don't know who the opponents were. Obviously, they were two Japanese wrestlers. Watch out! I'll watch it. I'll be like, oh, okay. But it, it was. It might be for what it was billed as, like with Terry Funk and Dory Jr. returning to Japan to to wrestle. Might be the worst match of 2013. All right. <laughs> I, like, I can't... We'll share it with I, you guys once like, we get it on YouTube. We'll share it. Like, Terry Funk, it is on YouTube. That's where I saw it. Yeah. Terry Funk looked like regular Terry Funk, so he was fine in the match, but Dory Funk was terrible. Like, I can't, like... I have no yeah, words for it. He was bad? terrible. Yeah, like, it looked like he was very, very, very slowly training a wrestler. Jeez. And it was just, uh, he looked terrible too. Well, you know. I mean, how old is he now? That's true. Well, something that's not bad. Uh, from Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling actually had an event uh, last week where we saw. So and I, we're not going to talk about Impact. Yeah, we'll put it on hold <laughs> for now. Uh, yeah, but Young Bucks defeated Suzuki Gun, Takamichi Nuku, and Tai Chi for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Your boyfriends. Uh, the Killer Elite Squad. What? Uh, Killer Elite Squad. I don't know who the Killer Elite Squad is. Lance Archer is that and Prince Davey. Devitt? Yeah. <laughs> Lance Archer and Davey Boy Smith uh, Jr. defeated Ten Koji and uh, Jack, uh, Jack Stone and Rob Conway. That's definitely not Stone, but whatever. Uh, to become the <laughs> IWGP Tag Team Champions. And I guess the NWA World Tag Team Champions. Uh, Okada defeated Carl Anderson to re, uh, retain the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Suzuki for the IW, uh, IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Um, I guess we'll 
go back into Impact Wrestling, unfortunately. We tried to avoid it. I don't think we can anymore. Should we tell them about this interesting text message that's not out to the public yet that I just got? We can avoid TNA Wrestling. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to reveal any sources, but apparently somebody big just got signed to WWE. Somebody big? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Should we Should we uh, announce that here or not? I mean, the... The details are kind of hazy right now, but I yeah, guess I mean, I, we can we can say they are former champion. I guess you'd say they are. So there's two of them. No, they, as in like the person or people or maybe male, maybe female. It's a pretty. So you're really not giving now. away anything. Yeah. Well, your source. I probably shouldn't have even said that much. Yeah, so. I don't think your source is going to so be So if you guys you if you guys are listening to this, don't tell anybody anything. Yeah. All right. Now can we go into Impact Life? Yeah. Okay. Um, do we really want to talk about it now that we have it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ethan Carter, he looks great in the ring. I mean, this all this, he defeated Norv and Dewey in a handicap match. Necessary stuff. We saw the same thing with Ryback and so many other yeah, wrestlers. Except Ryback had different jobbers each week. But, but the diff- but the difference is with it's TNA Impact Wrestling. Ethan Carter after this can easily become a main player. I did not know he was that strong. By the way, yeah. the video that you yeah, sent saw. me. Well, you sent me it. Of course, you <laughs> saw it. <laughs> what? How much was he bench press? Or remember. is that what's it called? Dead deadlifting. Deadlifting. Um, yeah, like a lot of weight. but this is, but this is a necessary thing for him to get known to the, uh, the impact wrestling audience and especially with the new gimmick. Um, but he can be a potential player and face off against, uh, Bobby Roode, Austin Aries. Yeah. He can easily be up there and nobody's going to be like, wait, why is this guy wrestling this main event? Why is this guy, uh, the match before a main event? It's nobody's going to question it at all. Well, um, TNA, but Gal Kim defended her championship against Hannah Blossom in her open challenge, which really isn't that open because the Blossom twins are with OVW, which no, is not with yeah, with which TNA. is not with TNA anymore. So I guess they are outside. Yeah, but whatever. Um, uh, Kurt Angle defeated Austin Aries in a submission match to advance in the the championship tournament. I guess if you want to call it advancing. Well, yeah, <laughs> what no, else are you going to call it? But but yeah, next week they have uh, TNA. TNA's Impact turning wrestling point. Tur- is it Impact Wrestling or TNA? Yeah. I don't know. Impact is the show. Okay, so it's TNA. Yeah. Because I remember at some point they were getting away from yeah, TNA. Yeah, they're, clearly they're not. Though. Yeah. Uh, TNA Turning Point, which was a former pay-per-view. Now it's going to be live on uh spike television is it gonna be next week and the week after that as well or i think just one works? i think just one week so don't they do it like two in a row or whatever i don't know i i think it's just one week they're gonna have uh magnus versus joe in a false count anywhere match storm versus rude in a bull rope match which is pretty cool um joseph park wait nah that's so stupid what bull rope match no bobby rude versus james storm yeah yeah, sure. Let's put that match, a special version of the match, free on paper, uh, on TV. What do you mean? With a bull rope included, but let's make people pay for a singles match of theirs on pay-per-view. Yeah, about that. But they're lined yep, up to TNA. face each other for the championship tournament anyway. I'm having a big thumbs up right now for you guys, if you could see it. 
Um, yeah, but I guess the winner of the Rude Storm and the winner of Joe Magnus will advance in the tournament to face either Angle or face off against Jeff Hardy, who it's, won it's their probably going to end up being Magnus versus Angle. I I would watch it, but I'm I'm a big Magnus fan and Kurt Angle fan. Um, I think you're going to be surprised at this match. Uh, recently, Joseph Park laid out a challenge. Joseph Park challenged Abyss. Yeah. Yep, you guessed it. I'm done. I'm, I'm, <laughs> done. I'm done with this company. Joseph nah. Park challenged Abyss no. for, to a match at no. Turning Point. No, I'm done. Yeah. Nah, screw TNA, screw you. No, absolutely screw you. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Gal Cam Open Challenge, and Bully Ray is going to be facing off against Anderson. If Anderson wins, Aces and Eights is disbanded. If Bully wins, Anderson is gone from TNA. I think it's safe to say that we see Aces and Ace disbanding, which is long overdue. Which was going to happen last week and didn't. Yeah. No, um, that's. I want to curse at TNA right now. You want to rant Dixie, about it? No, I don't have a rant. Dixie Carter is just so delusional with all her product. Her, her whole product as a whole is just. Going down, and she, like, you need to stop. No, correct me if I'm wrong, but people don't pay for the live events, right? For the events, <laughs> right? Wait, what are you talking about? TNA. What are you talking about? They don't pay. Uh, audience members. You don't have to buy a ticket, right? For what? To attend a live event. Not like a live, like a... Like at West Baron Music no. Fair? Like the taping for like television impact? tapings, yeah. Yeah, you gotta pay for that. I thought that they just give away tickets to those who are in Universal. Yeah. But now, then they move back, or is that not yet? I don't know. I don't know if it's back in Universal yet. I don't know. And I don't know if that's if they're going to start charging or like, what. And I, I feel like they're just losing so much money, and I'm watching it, and every time I watch Impact Wrestling now, I notice the audience, I notice the crowd, I notice the camera angles, what they're cu- uh, cutting out, what they're not showing you, what they're darkening. You can easily see that only the first like uh, section... The first lower section of the uh, wherever they are performing, the first lower lower section is fill is full in the middle. To the sides, it's completely blackened, and then the second section above that is blackened out. So you're not really like getting all that much. Um, I, I'm just noticing that every time I'm watching it now. Yeah, but I just feel like she's like she, I just what am I like? It's like, hey, Dave, uh, recently I was watching uh, some tape, watching some classic tape from WWE, and I, saw, I had seen a video that Mankind did with Dude Love and Cactus Jack, and I was wondering if we could maybe do that with uh, Abyss and Chris Par- uh, Joseph Parks. Like, maybe have Abyss come on the screen and, and accept uh, Joseph Parks' challenge, and maybe have Joseph... One week on the screen and have Abyss on, on TV in real life. You think you can get that done for me, Dave Lagana? Maybe? Pathetic. Sad, sad, sad. Speaking of sad, 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 Dave, you have any shout-outs this week? Shouting out some butter and all or some some TNF wrestling? Wrestling? South? Down, 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 down. Shameless plugs. Yup! Hey there, it's me, Dave the Rave, that all the ladies crave. Who do you think you are doing impressions on the show? 
Yeah. Who are you, Brandon? Do you practice in the mirror or something? No. All right, good. Not that Because you should. You I don't should. have to practice that impression. All I have to do is just be like, just think of nothing. Yeah? Just yeah. think of nothing and it just comes to you? Yeah. All right, well, shameless plugs time. Jessica Negri. Go follow her at oh, Jessica Negri. She's a cosplayer and she is so damn hot. Um, also, okay. yeah. Also, go check out uh, 2CW's 99 Problems, 2CW.com. Doors open at 4 p.m. Show starts at 7 p.m. It, it takes place in Binghamton, New York on November 23rd. You're going to see the Young Bucks versus the Dojo Bros, Eddie Edwards and Roderick Strong, Mickey James versus Jessica Havoc, Michael Elgin versus A.R. Fox, and a ton more. So go check it out, 2CW.com. Also, as we said last week during Raw, if you promote us, we will promote you. So, this week we are promoting Joe at Talking Veggies, Eric at Montreal Broski, and Justin at Awesome256. Thank you for tossing out a tweet during Raw promoting us. We appreciate it. If you toss out a tweet promoting us during Monday Night Raw, we will promote you on the following podcast. You got some shout-outs, Brandon? I guess. Maybe. Brandon, you have any shout-outs? Hello there. This is Randy Newman. And I'm telling you that you got some shout-outs from Brandon. That's right. It's Brandon. That everybody is caring about. Maybe not. <laughs> First shout-out goes to the Eagles. Got a chance to see them for a second time on their History of, of the Eagles tour. And this time it was at Madison Square Garden. It was uh, so awesome. And I definitely recommend to everyone out there just to go see them if they can, if you enjoy that kind of music. Uh, an anti-shout-out goes to the NWO DLC, downloadable content, that was released this week. I played as all of them, and overall, aside from Scotty Steiner and Kurt Hennig, I was very bored with this pack. I still wish they had more current downloadable content than the ones that were released, but what am I going to do? Was Virgil in this pack? No. Okay. Uh, Virgil comes out maybe December or January. Alright. And John Fogarty takes the last shout-out. Uh, he's from Credence Clearwater Revival, for any of you who know don't know that, whatever. I uh, saw him on Wednesday night at the Beacon Theater, and it was phenomenal. Just like Eagles, if you get a chance to see him, seriously, go see him. Honestly, it was a great concert. I'm putting that in my top tens. And speaking of top tens, uh, really not speaking of top tens, but I think it's time for our... right we did not forget about the mark out moment of the week this week do you have a mark out moment of the week because i personally uh, have one but i'd rather i guess i guess seen, first. Uh, okay no just talk over me yeah no, I'm trying to introduce it's okay you. um maybe crime time re- reuniting seriously no not at all <laughs> like, what are you talking about <laughs> jtg still in wwe no they had they re- they took a picture together and we're like oh yeah no reunited 
And it feels so good. David, you um, probably you mentioning to me about that hitting content with. It's not hitting content. It's a glitch or something. Yeah, there's a glitch in WWE 2K14 where you could play as the managers. That means you could play as Fuji, Mr. Perfect, etc., etc. But um, they don't have any call names. They don't have their announcer's name. They don't have entrances. They don't have their move sets or anything. So pretty much you're just playing as the as the character model with with the name afterwards. It does like I played a tag team match. It was like, and here are your winners, Yokozuna and, and it was just that. I was like, nah. If you want us to share about how Brandon got that, just uh, let us know. I mean, Brandon didn't come up with that. Brandon invented it. He spent like how long did it take you to figure it out? Once I got it off YouTube. Yeah, but for for me personally, my mark out moment of the week, as I said back in my shout outs, uh, I saw John Fogarty this past week, but I found out before I went to the concert that um, John Fogarty was actually releasing for most of the tour dates, the live MP3 version of the concert that, that you got to see, so... That's cool. I think that's genius. Yeah, I, I love. I absolutely love going to concerts and having the audio from that concert. I remember Kiss did that. Uh, yeah, that it's a little different. I've it's a little different. That. Me too. That's what I was saying. With I was saying that. Not, yeah, we I'm saw Kiss this, live, and Kiss. I guess they record the contest, the contest, the concert, <laughs> and they uh, send you a code where you could redeem it and download the. If you MP3 buy the yeah, if you buy the CD or uh, the, I think it's the genius. Flash, yeah, whatever it's called. But I'm such a fan when I could know that I'm at a concert and it's being recorded. How much do they uh, sell for? This one for John Fogarty varies in prices, but like so far the top has been thirteen ninety nine and the lowest has been nine ninety nine. But the one for the Beacon Theater is like twelve something. So pretty much you're buying a CD. Yeah, I guess you'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. It's something special that I'll have because I was there. So very cool. It's fun. Yeah. So that's it for this week. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you, Thank you to listening. everyone for listening. Yes, please. Commenting. Yes, comment. Please, the most thing, the most what, the most something you can do for the show, the most positive work you can do for the show is to share this with your friends, yes, your family, it, your enemies. If you want to listen to it anywhere, I don't know. Yeah, be the annoying kid on the New York subway system listening to it, blasting it loud. Yeah, listen to it wherever you want to listen to it. Just Um, not in the middle of the street. Yes, (laughs) in the middle of the street, Jasmine. Don't get hit by cars. Uh, But please share it. Tell your friends about it. Let's get, like, what is it, March to the 7,000. Yes. Let's get the March to 7,000 followers. Yes, uh, so if you're listening to this and you don't share it, shame on you. But if you do listen to it and you do share it, thank you. Love you. Much love. Um, you could follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. We already know that. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Just YouTube Marking Out. Twitter.com slash Marking Out. <laughs> I just said that. Don't out. say it again. iTunes. You can find us. You can find us on Stitcher. And uh, Thanks to Ring Rope Rebellion for our theme song. Thank you to... Thank you to Nick Matocho for our uh, logo. Dave... Musical interlude. Our musical interlude tomorrow, Bubble. Thank you, everyone. And we wish you the best, best of luck, of luck, in, your luck in your future endeavors. Have a good <laughs> <laughs>
have a phenomenal week. Seriously, you guys are awesome. You have deserve it. You deserve it. You're fired, man. Get off the show, you.